And welcome to the show. Hello, Matt. Hi, buddy. I'm joined again by you. This is our, I believe, 86th episode. How you doing? 86. Jesus. Well, it sounds like your chair's been alive for 86 years. You got to take that thing out back and old yeller that bitch. As long as it works, it's not going anywhere. Not in this economy. Yeah, thanks, Biden. Uh, to start, we have some heavy-hitting stuff for you again. We're on a bunch of different platforms, five different continents, 20 different countries, at Pierce Podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Check out the link in bio. New content every Thursday and Sunday. We fucking love you. We really do. Shouts out Aunt Becky. She watches every episode. All right, to start, we have Paul Pelosi. This is the husband. He's in his 80s of the Speaker of the House in America. So if you talk like this, uh, we have right Congress, Senates, things that oversee poorly the American people, and they legislate. This guy's married to the woman who's essentially next in line to be the president if if it all goes bad. Um, I mean, she's on the short list. And there's been some drama here domestically involving this man, apparently when he was home alone, in the wee hours of the night, a, I don't know, I guess terrorist? An insane mentally ill man broke into their house and attacked him with a hammer to the point at which he needed to go to the hospital. He had brain surgery, and I believe he's just arriving back home today, uh, which is a little that's a little strange. Quick turnaround there for an 80-year-old with a head injury from a hammer. Um, but yeah, this has literally been dominating the entire news cycle, and we're in it at the ground floor, the organic mess of it all, the chaos. We've had contradictory reports from people on the ground. We'll get into a lot of the different conspiracies and how they can how they can play out here with detail. I kept receipts. But Matt, how do you feel about this high level? Like, were you shocked to see this? Do you think it's as simple as the media is putting it out to be? Uh, no, it's definitely a little complicated because um, wouldn't the third person in line for the presidency have like security cameras or super advanced security? I don't know, security. Yeah, so you think that they'd have, a lot of these politicians do, they have, even locally, like bums. Like if you're a comptroller of Saratoga County, you probably have a little bit of security, maybe a piece. But yeah, so I'm showing on screen right now, this is supposedly the entryway, right? So they're saying he evaded these high-level security systems. He evaded the security team themselves. Or simply, they're just not going to put out that information and deny that he was, right, that they have the evidence to be able to do that, right? It's fishy to begin with. But if you look at these, at the back windows, I was on Twitter and a detective from Connecticut like quote tweeted it and he essentially said, hey, I've done a bunch of different B&Es. Uh, I'm a boomer. Like I did this for a long time and I've never seen glass on the outside of the door, which to me, when I talked with my cop friend, Sean, you know, right, the assumption is, well, yeah, somebody smashed it from the inside, not the other way around. So then there's, that's one little tea leaf here that is starting to, uh, you know, create a little bit of the conspiracy controversy, right? Because I think even looking at this, that doesn't make any sense, right? I mean, Matt, you've broken into a lot of different homes. How do you do right. it? Well, you just pick the lock. Right. Okay. You got to be clean about it, you know? You can't just be smashing shit. Yeah, no DNA. You wear gloves and a condom. Yep. Double uh, up. So, yeah, so Matt let's just get into the conspiracy. So outside of the house itself, outside of this man, like a mentally ill deranged person, knowing where he lives, like knowing he's going to be home, evading all these different people, security systems, um, and then getting to Paul Pelosi, there was 
it's it's shocking how it came to be. So I pulled up Twitter here. This is the 911 call that Paul himself placed to dispatchers where he essentially speaks about the intruder as quote unquote a friend. 2640 Broadway across of Scott and Normandy. Hey, 14 hour copy. RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. RP sounded somewhat confused. Yeah, so, I mean, he says he's not a friend, but he knows his name, or he does describe him as a friend, despite the fact that he's an intruder. He doesn't know the man, but he knows his name, and he's a friend. Do you think that that devil's advocate, do you think he's just speaking in tongues, perhaps, speaking in code, trying to keep this deranged man off his scent that, hey, I'm calling the police right now? Um, Well, it is a little fishy, because... How did he have time to call the police while he was allegedly being attacked? Yes. And he knew who it was. Like, I would understand if you hear someone smash a window, you know, you call 911 really quick and like, hey, someone just broke into my house. Come quickly. He wouldn't say his name's David and he's a friend. Right. Dear friend. So, yeah, that's strange. And I pulled up a a Reddit article here that kind of outlines, I guess, some more things that you spoke to. So. There was a third party, per the police, um, there was a third party man that answered the door, which is strange. Outside of that as well, right, if you're going to kill a man, you're going to smash his head in, make some scrambled eggs with his brain with a hammer, why would you allow that person to go take a piss? Because this 911 call that I played for the people uh, apparently yeah, yeah. occurred while yeah, he was in the bathroom. 2640 Broadway for 14 hours. 15 hour also go through Everyone call the vice and division units on scene, too. So, yeah, she just says they're going to send people on scene. Um, so the fourth century suspect. The lack of security footage is, is suspect. And, again, this is apolitical. This is just super interesting. Um, and then the police also mentioned, outside of, again, a third-party person, not the intruder, not Paul answering the door, uh, Paul himself had a hammer. It was two dudes with boners and hammers. That's strange to me again, right? There's some context here that I feel like we're genuinely missing. Was it real hammer or were there boners the hammers? Yeah, the Pelosi's again, this person mentions they're worth hundreds of million dollars and have a top-notch security system. Again, what what is that? Just thrown out the window. Um, the attacker himself, pe- some people have been saying, okay, this is this is clearly a gay affair. Like he knows this guy with some prior context. At the very best, if you're in your 80s, you want a tuggy. And at the very worst, maybe he's somebody that they do drugs with together. Like maybe Paul has a Coke problem. I'm just trying to explain like why my dad in 20 years would have a strange man in the house. Uh, that's not his lover, right? Uh, home alone and describe him as a friend. Like all this context where it's not simple Occam's razor. I mean, there, there's a lot of different things out there. Very interesting. that This happens a week before the midterms too. And it's a right wing conspiracy theory that they were there to kill the Pelosi's. So yeah, they, they're attempting to say that this man himself is a right winger. Um, despite that fact, I believe I was able to see. He's a BLM I, guy. Yeah, he's BLM. He had actually had a photo too. His, his ex-wife came out and did an interview where she said, I'm a part of a nudist colony and we, we, we went through it. We loved passionately for a while, but it's over now. And he stays outside is of my she property. Hot? No, she's disgusting. Look her up. That's unfortunate. And he stays like on a in a shed or a shack, like in the front yard of her property. I mean, he's a total bum. And there was actually a, so it's John Fetterman. 
a flag. Um, he has like a marijuana weed flag in his in his yard, right? And, and I don't I don't think the Venn diagrams oh, nice. of interest here are like boomer right wing conspiracy hardcore pop fringe politics guy. I don't think that crosses over with a BLM flag and a bunch of weed flags in your lawn. So yeah, I'll show this here to the people. He again, he lived in this RV on the property. And as you see here, there is a, uh, there's, it's a pride flag with weed leaves on it. So it's, it's kind of creative and very hard to describe. Jesus to Christ. See. But if all, again, this isn't my grampy, this isn't his politics. So I think that's a little strange. Matt brings up the timeline, right? A week before national elections, go out and vote, whoever you vote for. Um, just do it, right? I think this year is imperative. I think we're starting to see like, hey, maybe maybe these guys are boomers and they suck, but at the same time, it can get bad very quickly when someone gets in there that maybe people don't want. So yeah, go out there, do what you gotta do, go vote, bring your ID, because some people aren't. It's insane to me that that's not a thing. Um, and I, th- I think also, have you heard anything from this dude? You know, it seems like, again, they said here he's in custody and the motivation for the attack is under investigation. But I haven't heard from the guy. I, there's no manifesto. It's, I don't know what to think. Uh, hopefully it comes to light soon because nothing in this case adds up. Yeah, and and so we mentioned that there was a third party that the police, from that original call when they show up and they do the report. So now I have an article I'm showing where, quote, police offer clarity in the unknown person mystery from the Pelosi home break-in. So they just straight up flipped around what was happening and they have a new story quote the san francisco pd tells nbc news that paul pelosi and the accused attacker david DePop did not know each other prior to the assault but somehow he got in the house and was described as a friend and they also said that there were only two people inside the home pelosi and DePape, when they responded clarifying statements made at friday's press conference which seemed to indicate that there was a third person in the home and he opened the door. Um, yeah, this is, this is strange. We'll so it was a three way. Yeah, it could have been. Well, maybe it was just Nancy. I mean, that's hot take, you know, before we pivot here, I do think maybe that third person was her or something, somebody important or another politician themselves. And, uh, you know, maybe they're finger blasting each other. Who knows what's happening, but either way, it was something that has to be explained away. Um, and Paul Pelosi himself isn't the most astute person. I have a photo here that I'll show the people um, of his DUI. This is him and his Porsche. Uh, this is from earlier this year where he had a violent DWI. And there's also some conspiracies that there was a person who fled the scene of that crash as well. So maybe this is the same DePop dude. Like maybe they get absolutely shithoused together and, you know, make out in a parking lot or something. You know, I don't pass judgment. I'm not going to pass a kink. We don't kink shame. But I just think it's something here to... He's not the most trustworthy actor, let's just say. Hey, you know, do whatever makes you happy. Now, just leave me alone. Yeah, leave Matt alone, seriously. Um, we're going to do a pivot here. Are you going to yell? Pivot! There we go. This is Kyrie Irving. He is former number one overall pick in the draft. He's a point guard. He's excellent. Uh, in his mid-20s, still developing like me, brain crystallizing, figuring it all out. And he's been in some hot water here recently 
Uh, he plays in Brooklyn for the Nets. He's a max contract player getting $30, $40 million guaranteed every year. Uh, and he apparently is an anti-Semite. And this came to be very recently. So uh, what I, from what I understand, he posted a video on his Instagram of an Alex Jones clip from years ago. It wasn't even relating to race. It wasn't relating to, I believe Kyrie himself cites the video as being about secret societies, which tinfoil hat, low IQ, believe whatever you want. That has nothing to do with hating on a Jewish, you know, minority of people. Um, but he has apologized. It's come full circle. He finally capitulated and I'll show here. He put on Instagram while doing research. I'd posted a documentary that contained some false anti-Semitic statements, narratives, and language, which again, I, I don't think it was in the context of the clip. People are really reaching, um, the language is untrue, offensive to the Jewish people. I take full accountability and responsibility for my actions. I am grateful to have a big platform to share knowledge, and I want to move forward by having an open dialogue to learn and grow from this. All the text sizes are different here, if you notice. So this has been copy and pasted. Um, to all the Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected, I am deeply sorry to have caused you pain, and I apologize. I don't think apologizing helps. Um, I mean, we look at the title of this article from TMZ. It's saying outright he did the right thing here, but fans question sincerity. Like, bro, you're never going to win. The claims themselves were ridiculous to begin with. So when you meet them halfway, now you're just halfway out on a dumbass island. You're on retard island. Yeah, he got the suspension and they said that... Uh... That's still based on if they think he meets certain criteria that he can come back and play. What the fuck? The whole thing's just stupid. Yeah, you're criminalizing wrong think. And I don't, and again, this is a black athlete with some money. This is a little bit of the Yeezy Kanye West shit where it's like they do honestly try constantly to control, unlike in a lot of different ways. If it's Alex Jones, they say he's a kook and they let him have info wars. But God forbid you're LeBron or these other people, Charlemagne the God, somebody that is is in the black community active and is looked up to, you're not allowed to have certain opinions. And why? Like, why is that? What is this strange, like, self-censorship that they get themselves into? I'm going to show people here on Twitter what he actually said. Because uh, it's not, I don't, like, point it out to me. Maybe I'm stupid, which I am. Maybe I'm missing something. Again, I'm going to repeat, I don't know how the label becomes justified because you guys ask me the same questions over and over again, but this is not going to turn into a spin around cycle, questions upon questions. I told you guys how I felt. I respect all walks of life and embrace all walks of life. That's where I sit. He literally just said, I respect all walks of life and embrace all walks of life. Like that's not, that's anti-Semitic now. I think what people want to hear though is a yes or no on that question. Yes or no? I, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I... Um, also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look something up real quick here. I mean, are you offended by what he said at all? No. One of my other favorite things was that they kept saying he was the video by on social media, even though he was never like, oh... Everybody should go watch this or agree with what I'm saying. He was just putting it out there for information to, you know, let people have a fucking brain and make a decision for themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to talk about something isn't an endorsement of it. It's the same people that have an issue or a problem with, like, let's say a rape joke 
um, or a joke that's just in bad taste. It's like, because we talk about this doesn't mean that I'm endorsing that behavior. If anything, right, the joke is criticizing and bringing light to that, that specific thing. So yeah, just because you platform something doesn't mean that you have to agree with it. I mean, this is fucking obvious, like no shit. So, um, a lot of people in like Shaquille O'Neal, other people have come out and they've criticized him. And one of the people that did was Charlemagne the God. And he of actually, course he did. there's a video of him himself. Um, I wish I, yeah, here it is. So this is from a few years ago. And this is a video of Charlemagne the God after criticizing Kanye for saying, you know, Jewish people run everything himself having the exact same sentiment um, from years ago. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. This is from Vlad TV on YouTube. You can find it yourself. Like, like, like Jews don't go out and try to uh, recruit people into the religion like, you know, certain Christians and, mm-hmm. and Muslims. And stuff. I'll be honest with you. I don't even feel comfortable talking about this. I'm sweating right now. I listen, <laughs> I, listen, I, listen, I don't, I don't, certain things, there's certain things I don't like to talk about. And I love Jewish people. But they're powerful. I don't want them to misconstrue anything I'm saying or take anything I'm saying the wrong way. So I would much rather not even have this conversation. I have a lot of great Jewish people in my corner. I have a Jewish. I have a Jewish conglomerate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know why there's not a lot of Jewish rappers? Because there's Jewish owners and Jewish CEOs. Because there's Jewish owners and there's Jewish CEOs. He was quoted as saying. Uh, you speak bad about a Jewish person because they have organizations and they're a close-knit group of people in power who will bring you down. Same thing with gays. You can't say nothing bad about the gays because they move as a unit. Black people don't have that, end quote. So it's, again, this is all, like, the media goes, like, look, look over there, and everybody does. These people within their own community have held the, have said these things, held these exact same sentiments, even explicitly worse than Kyrie, and they're fine. They're championed. They're given a platform. Charlemagne the God is a show uh, on Comedy Central every night. It doesn't do well, but he has a massive platform. And and here we are with Kyrie because he's a little bit different because he reposted an Alex Jones video and he can't be controlled. Well, let's just beat him into submission. Let's have other people in the black community completely outright ostracize him. Let's have his team suspend him without pay in the biggest market in essentially the developed West. Like it's 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 bullying. And it's probably a lot of people who got bullied themselves who are fucking losers who the second that somebody more successful of them is in a position where they could be ridiculed, they just jump on it. Like, they become a part of the mob. Uh, Is anyone else going to get... Well, they're already mad because he had the whole COVID thing and wouldn't get the vaccination, so that automatically made him a right-wing nut job. And now he posts something of Alex Jones. Now he has to be crucified over it. Yeah, he's not afforded the same. And that is true. Like, I'm not one of these big, I mean, me and Matt, I think you can guess our politics. I'm super not into race. I don't have autism. I really don't try to extrapolate anything from it. We can't choose it. It's entirely arbitrary. Um, but yeah, it's it's just strange. There's a thing in America where it's like, if you're black, let's say, or if you're a certain race and you get through the, the great filter, like you bust through and you're massively successful. They want you to, to fall in line, essentially. Like you need to you need to think this certain way. You need to vote this way. You need to be this way. Um, and it sucks because Kyrie is a very unique person. You go to his Instagram. He's, uh, you go to his Twitter, his interviews. He's very erudite. He's clearly very educated. Um, and he's a unique person. And 
he he adds flair and like a little bit of color to this fucking world and they just immediately want to want to destroy it um and what's crazy too is this is also from michael tracy at twitter um, less than 24 hours after Kyrie and Nets ownership jointly announced they would each give $500,000 to the Anti-Defamation League to fight quote-unquote hate, uh, they denied it. And he says you can never win with these scammers or moral blackmailers. So right here, to promote education within our community, the Nets and Kyrie will each donate $500,000. Um, and then from what I understand, they denied the money. They said we don't want it. So it's essentially a way that they can just slam dunk on okay. him another, another way. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that that's, makes me feel a little shitty, a little gross. They, they try to make him act like he's Why Borat here. A picture of a Jew? Of a Jew? I'm Jewish, so I have lots of pictures of Jews. Have you ever seen Borat? The room. I love Borat. It's a great movie. How could you not like it? Do you need to me and the missus uh, watched yes. it recently. She was great. uncomfortable. Thank you. A lovely place. So, yeah. So, they, they'd want to act like he's Borat incarnate, and he's literally just a guy, a black dude, who thinks a little different. So, God forbid. Uh, we're going to do another pivot here into Matt's wheelhouse. Thank God. This is a diddle. Let's go. We haven't had a diddle. Sound the alarms. Yeah, haven't had one in a very long time. Matt loves it, and he brought this to my attention. This is involving Joshua Primo, the 12th overall pick in the NBA draft last year. This is supposed to be his coming out party. And a little yeah, bit He was coming out all right. Yeah, he was coming all over. And he had a little bit of a sophomore slump. People were looking into it saying, Josh, what's going on? And what do you know? Tons of issues. So this is from Woj, a Woj bomb. The Spurs are releasing him due to multiple alleged instances of him exposing himself to women. Um, let's pull up the article. This is what I think of, too. Whenever I hear someone exposing themselves to a woman, I think of the Michael Scott putting his finger in his pants. It's it's honestly the best way to sexually harass someone at work. It's just it's great. Chef's kiss. Um, let's see what he did here. So apparently... He exposed himself to some staffers, but also the team's therapist. Do you have any details on this? Yeah, so basically the player was going to the team psychologist and working through some issues, but uh, he apparently exposed himself multiple times to her. She reported it. Uh, nothing was done. They kept him on the team, didn't discipline him at all. Then Yo. it finally came to light, and they had to had to cut ties. Except, plot twist: uh, sources close to the player say that he did nothing wrong. And how can there be such? If anything was. Quote, if anything was visible at any time, it was strictly a wardrobe malfunction oh resulting God. from laying down on a couch in basketball shorts. So he's free balling, commando in, no boxers. Right, no so breeze. he's just raw dogging it, going to basketball practice. Come on. And to therapy. Even worse, after it, yeah, maybe you shower up quick. Why do you every, think Every fucking NBA player wears fucking leggings. That's not You're true. telling me he's raw dogging it? I call bullshit. I think it's. I think it's. I. I don't. I don't know what's happening. You mentioned that the people on the other side are saying he did nothing wrong. How the fuck is there this big of a disparity in the stories? 
How can one story be, I didn't do anything? And how can the other story be, he showed me his penis 12 times? Like, I didn't consent. Many many in his circle feel that he is being taken advantage of by a medical professional twice his age. <laughs> so this is a former therapist as well. So she, like, is so traumatized, apparently she's no longer with the organization. Um, he exposed himself on nine different occasions. Uh, she intends to file a police report, blah, blah, blah. Dr. Hillary Cawthon, a psychologist previously employed by the Spurs, along with her attorney, Tony Busby, who is also representing, I believe, Deshaun Watson. Can uh, confirm. Very good. He's a, he's a good boy. Woman respecter. Small world. Uh, they held a conference this past Thursday where they let out their claims of indecent exposure. She didn't run to the press. She didn't run off and file a lawsuit. She instead tried to handle things in a way that she felt was appropriate, in a way that would bring some real change to the Spurs organization. Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. Um, there is a full 12-page statement uh, from them, which obviously I don't fucking care to read, but it does say he's a 19-year-old player who suffered a lifetime of trauma and challenges. He is now being victimized by his former team, appointed psychologist who is playing to ugly stereotypes and racially charged fears for oh, there it is. financial benefit. So if a woman, if you flash your dick to a woman and she feels uncomfortable and attempts to, to file a lawsuit against you, well, you're just racism. a racist. Bigot. So what you're saying is I can only show my penis to white women. You have to be, if you're going to expose your penis, you have to show the penis to someone that looks like your penis. Okay. You can't be doing any interracial penis exposure. You cannot... I don't even... I will say, right, I think... And a lot of guys maybe can relate to this. Maybe somebody blow my mind. But if I'm a female and I'm raped, like not Mattress Girl or Duke University like hoax rape, but actually something bad happens to me, traumatized, Jesus. why are you not immediately... Like, why is that not the next thing on your list to do? Like, oh, I don't need to go to the grocery store anymore. I was I was diddled. Like, that needs to be taken care of. Let me get the accountability and, and justice for this person who did that to me. That's just where my noggin goes. The other part that's bothering me is she reported what was happening to the team. No one approached him to be like, hey, are you showing your penis to the team doctor? Yeah, they never followed up on it at all. And actually, Spurs CEO, former GM, R.C. Buford. That's a great okay. name. Excellent name. Uh, he has released a statement saying, we disagree with the accuracy of the facts, the details, and the timeline. So essentially, she made it up. So I think that's where you know the dust is settling. We have... Um, essentially a front office in real time that's trying to double back and and obfuscate facts to say no we it, what what she said is a fucking lie. But at the same time, you can't do that when you suspend the player and release him. So which one is it? Either he did it, and I think that you know that he did it, but you didn't do what you needed to in time, so you got rid of him to make it look good, or he didn't do anything at all. And in that case, why are you not backing up your player? You just ruined this dude's career. Or it's because he's not very good. Now, he was the 12th pick in the draft, 
He appeared in 54 games this year for San Antonio, averaging only 6-2-2. Two, and two. That's pretty bad. That's really bad. I've, I think I could do better in the NBA. Yeah, and we also have here uh, a video from Twitter of, this is quoted as saying, Imi Aduka, who is the new coach of the Nets, who got fired from the Celtics because he was diddling for, someone on also the Also diddling. And Josh Primo at Sex Addiction Therapy together. And it's a video, a highlight video of Kobe and Shaq. Oh, Jesus. Which I think makes a lot of sense. Kobe also, a legend diddler. Twitter's been, Twitter's been better since it's been bought. And now to our final topic of the day. Again, if you're watching at this point, we fucking love you. At Pierce Podcast on Instagram. Check out our link in bio. We have a link tree. We're on YouTube as well. Tell your friends. Five star on Apple and Spotify. We're in five different continents, over 20 different countries. New content every Thursday, Sunday. So a little bit of doom and gloom here. It's been too cheery. We have a Paul Pelosi getting his head caved in. That's happy, right? And we have a Josh Primo exposing himself. It's not happy, but it's funny. We have a lot of different things. Now we're going to do something doom and gloom. I sent this to Matt. This is from IGN. An asteroid that measures a mile in size has been spotted in the solar system in the direction of the sun. Uh, It was discovered by a dark energy camera that can cut through its glare. And it's quoted as saying it's a planet killer. And it was found in the sun's glare. This and the photo here, they have a graphic and it looks like the world's ending. So are you at all concerned? I mean, do you have anything you want to like check off your bucket list before this fucking happens? Uh, No, because every week they, all this ending and it hasn't happened yet so uh a lot of liars out there you can't i i mean i will say right it's a lot of hysterics in the climate change community they try to say as you just said like the world's ending every three years the world should have been done now a long time ago and it's still here so but that's the stuff you can lie about you can lie about co2 emissions you can do things to to juke the stats but if there either is an asteroid hurling at us or there isn't there's no you can't ignore that. There's no pol- like politicization around that. It's either fucking there or it's not. And from this photo, it looks like it's there, and it's scary. All right, well, when is it going to get here? I don't know. But I have another article here from know? Forbes, which says, in exactly seven years from 2022, a massive asteroid will get closer to Earth than some of our satellites, should NASA visit it. So this is, uh, it's supposed to hit... April 13th, 2029. It's a potentially okay. hazardous asteroid, otherwise known as a PHA, called Aphophis. Uh, it will pass inside the orbits of our satellites. It is about 23,000 miles from Earth's surface. That's apparently very close. It was discovered in 2005. It is approximately 1,100 feet in size, so like the Empire State Building. And apparently this says we are safe for now. Uh... It is possible, however, that Earth swing could put it on an Earth resonant impact trajectory that comes by 2060 or 2068. So I think NASA, like, they're nerds, right? They, they're losers. And they come up with contingency plans for this stuff. And it seems like they already have one to where, Matt, you don't got a bitch, bro. Looks can't we like just push it away? With what? I don't know. Slingshot. Like, just make a massive slingshot so that when it goes into it, it hurls it the other way. So you are, your plan 
your big brain here, your emperor for a day, is you want to create a massive yep. slingshot or trebuchet yep. that is going to... What are you throwing at the asteroid? Could we shoot it down? Well, now you're... So now we're off... We're moving off of the catapult. I don't think there's anything wrong with the uh, catapult slingshot. I think right. it would work. Okay. But you'd rather shoot it down? Or are you going to do both at the same time? I'm just spitballing here. Well, that's fucking obvious because you brought nothing to the table. And frankly, if I were to turn to you as my, I don't know, space minister, planetary defense mission, they have big words here. Like if you were sitting in those well, seats. Well, maybe if you'd increase my budget, I don't think I could trust I'd be you. able to come up with some shit. Um, any spacecraft. So their, their idea is we're going to send something on it. We're going to send some people to go check it out. Uh, to observe Roots the changes, ground. yeah, that may be induced by its close approach to Earth. Uh, it's 2029 rendezvous, blah blah blah. Any spacecraft that would need to launch, it would essentially need to be there fall of 2027 to arrive by late 2028 to get there. Why are they? Why aren't they sending this out now? Why are you? Yeah, what are we waiting for? Like here? a 90 day window to figure it out once you're on the rock. That's not enough time. What do we create SpaceX for? Yeah, well, that's a private company. But what do we create the Space Force for? This is this seems to be shit that they should be doing. Yeah, this is right up their alley. Um, so, yeah, and their craft is called a DART. And it was already launched in November of 2021 for some other shit. And um, Actually, if you remember when we crashed some other thing into another asteroid, they've done this. They've been there. They've done that. Um, so this is, I think, a, a little bit of fear-mongering. I'm trying to get Matt to sweat, trying to get him upset, trying to get some emotion out of the boy, but it, I don't I don't think he cares. He, he's really dug in to that catapult idea, and honestly, I don't have a better one uh, you know, at the moment. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and we're going to sign Boom. off. Uh, Matt, anything you want to tell the people? Yeah, I got nothing. All right. Well, we love you, and uh, we love you if you're watching. We'll be here next week. Peace, people.